Social security is a key part of your retirement, and ultimately, it's going to help provide you income that you can't outlive. To make sure that you can get the most out of the program, you need to do some planning beforehand. So here are three things that you need to know and consider when you're trying to maximize your social security benefit. Number one is timing is everything. And there are two aspects of timing that are going to directly impact a person's payout when it comes to claiming their benefit. When they stop working, and also when they decide to claim their benefits. So regarding the first one, when they stop working, the Social Security Administration, they're gonna take a look at the highest 35 years of work history, do some complex math, and then come up with the benefit that you're going to receive. Now, if you have less than 35 years of work history, that means you'll have zeros in those years, and those zeros will bring down your average. So it's gonna be important that if you don't have a full 35 year work history, and you keep working to replace those zero years with earning years, and thus increasing your benefit. And if you're one of those people like most of us who, when you start out in your work history, in your work career, you're probably earning less money than you are right now, continuing to work is gonna help you because you get to replace those lower earning years with higher earning years. Again, increasing your overall benefit. And that second aspect of timing is determining when you're actually going to claim your retirement benefits. Now, we've all probably heard the term full retirement age. That is the age that you will get 100% of your Social Security benefit. And to figure out full retirement age, we need to know the year that you were born in. If you were born in 1960 or later, your full retirement age is going to be 67. If you were born before 1960, it's going to be 66 and possibly a few months, depending on the exact year that you were born. But again, for most people, your full retirement age is going to be age 67, where you get 100% of your Social Security retirement benefit. Now, the earliest you can claim your benefit is age 62, but you have to remember that if you claim early before full retirement age, you're going to see a reduction in benefits, and that reduction is going to be locked in for life. That reduction, depending on your full retirement age, can be as high as 30%. So imagine you claim early as early as age 62, let's say, you can see only 70% of your overall benefit. That's a big reduction in payout and compound that over a few years, over a few decades, that turns into a lot of money that you could be missing out on. Now, what happens if you wait to claim past your full retirement age? You actually get an 8% increase on your benefits each year you wait past full retirement age up to age 70. So if your full retirement age is age 67 and you decide to claim at age 68, instead of getting 100% of your benefit, you'll now get 108% of your benefit. Wait until age 70 with your full retirement age at 67 and you're now gonna get 124% of your benefit. So remember, timing is everything. Claim early, get a reduced benefit, claim later and get a bonus. Determining when to take your social security benefit is a personal decision, one that needs to be made within your context and the context of your finances. Don't listen to what family and friends are saying about when they claimed because their situation is not yours. You're different, you need personalized planning 
for your situation and your context. The second thing that I want you to consider when claiming Social Security is how this will affect your spouse. Unfortunately, most people, when they claim, are only thinking about themselves, even if they're married, even if they have a spouse that could possibly benefit from doing some planning. There are particular rules for spouses and particular rules for spouses that have passed away that can really benefit the household as a whole. Did you know that your spouse is entitled to 50% of your Social Security benefit if it's higher than their own benefit? And that's even if your spouse didn't work. Did you know that if you pass away, your spouse can take over 100% of your benefit if it's higher than their own benefit? And that's even if your spouse didn't work. And did you know that you can actually claim Social Security spousal benefits on a divorced spouse, an ex-spouse? someone that you have divorced from and been divorced from for a little bit of time. Coordinate with your spouse and don't make these decisions in a bubble. You're a household. You've been looking at your finances as a household for years. So now it's time to look at your social security the same way. And the last thing I want you to remember about social security is to not forget about taxes. Taxes, haven't I paid taxes every single paycheck to get this benefit, to get social security? Now you're telling me that I have to pay taxes on the benefit that I'm getting? Yes, unfortunately, your social security benefits may be subject to taxes and there's nothing that you can really do about it other than know the rules, know how it works and plan ahead accordingly. And this is really important for those who are earning income after withdrawing their benefits from social security, those who have income coming from sources like, let's say, real estate or dividend income that's getting paid out, municipal bond income. It's important to understand the tax implications of how all of that affects your Social Security benefit. The government is going to take a look at all of this income plus half of what you're receiving from Social Security. And if you are above a certain threshold, a percentage of your benefits will be subject to income taxes. So are there ways to be more tax efficient? Are there ways to do some planning beforehand to make sure you're not receiving a big tax bill, to make sure you're paying as little in taxes as possible? Tax planning is a big part of retirement planning, is a big part of financial planning. And again, Social Security is one piece of the overall financial puzzle. How does that affect the other parts and how do the other parts affect Social Security? Don't forget about taxes. Even though you paid in to get the benefit, you're still going to be subject to taxes and your Social Security benefit, more likely than not, will be subject to income taxes as well. Now, all of this information that I've given to you in this video is available online. It's nothing new that I'm presenting to you. It's all generic info. But to really maximize your benefit, to really take advantage of this program and to really put yourself in the best possible position to succeed, you have to take a look at your overall finances and come up with a financial plan. How are you going to retire? How will you manage your assets? And how does Social Security fit into the larger picture of your overall finances? Context matters. Nuance matters. Your life has context. Your life has nuance that needs to be accounted for. And that needs to be accounted for within that financial plan. Come up with a financial plan. If you're nearing retirement, come up with an income plan and make sure you understand how that's going to operate when you finally retire and when you're drawing down on your nest egg. And if you can't figure this out on your own, now is the time to ask for help. This is way too important to be putting off to the side. This is your retirement. And we only get one shot at this. You don't want to retire and have to go back to work. You want to retire once and stay retired. 
Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC. Content in this material is for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual.